Welcome to the League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. It's week 15, and it, that means it's the fantasy semifinals. We'll take a look at the two matchups, uh, look at some key statistics for each of the players and uh, on all four teams. And for the rest of you out there, we'll take a look at back at the 2018 draft and see how everyone did versus their draft value. If you want to participate in the League Podcast, download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android device, find the League Podcast, or go to anchor.fm slash the league. That's T-H-A, league, the league. All you have to do is favorite the podcast. You'll see a button to send a message. You can record your own voice message. You can just leave some feedback or your own take on what we've said or anything come up in fantasy football, and we might just include it in the next episode of the podcast. We are here. It is the semifinals here in the league. We've gone from 12 teams down to just four. So we'll take a look at our two matchups for week 15, uh, run through each team and the players that they got starting, uh, and give some predictions. So first matchup, number two, NU's Finest versus number eight, Scott Bean Machines, hot off the, the upset of the number one seed, the Oracle. Take a look at NU's Finest. At quarterback, he's got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is only averaging 15 points per week since their week week seven bye. He's also got Nick Foles starting this week under the assumption that Carson Wentz uh, will not play with a back injury. Uh, Nick Foles was not impressive in his two starts earlier in the season, scoring one and 11 points. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how he fares this week going against the Los Angeles Rams and Aaron Donald. At wide receiver, he's got Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas has only scored one touchdown in the last four weeks. Uh, Drew Brees has really been spreading the ball around to a bunch of undrafted free agents, knockoff tight ends, uh, really anybody but Mike Thomas. So it'll be interesting to see if he can have a big game this week against Carolina. He's got Adam Thielen, who is a stud, uh, but he's currently battling a bit of a calf injury. And he goes up against Minka Fitzpatrick when he lines up in the slot against the Miami Dolphins. And he's got Josh Gordon. Believe it or not, Josh Gordon has not scored less than 12 points since week 8. He has been very, very consistent. Um, The fear with the New England Patriots offense is always that there's too many mouths to feed. But uh, both Josh Gordon and a couple other players have had a pretty high floor. So... uh, Pretty good wide receiving core for NU's finest this week. At running back, he's got Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is averaging 18.7 points in this last six weeks. Um, you know, he's got limited other options in the Cincinnati offense. AJ Fitzpatrick, sorry, AJ Green ugh, is uh, is on IR. He's also got Andy Dalton on IR. Uh, so we got you know Tyler Boyd and a bunch of nobodies for receivers, and he's got Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. Um, so he is the really the centerpiece of that offense. It's also got Kenyon Drake, who is off the injury report this week. Uh, he's averaging 18 points a week, uh, but really he's the number two running back in that offense. Frank Gore is beginning the majority of the carries, uh, so the fact that Kenyon Drake has been able to score uh, points as he ha- has with limited touches has been pretty phenomenal. He was really saved by a last-minute touchdown last week, but really doesn't matter uh, when you score the points. It's that you score the points. And at tight end, 
Mike's got George Kittle, who is a star. Uh, he's averaging 16 points per week this season at the tight end position, which is pretty phenomenal. Uh, it puts him at the, at the number three tight end so far in the season. Uh, and he's done that with three quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, C.J. Beathard, and Nick Mullins. That is phenomenal. Looking at Ryan's team, Scott Bean Machines. Uh, Philip Rivers already played last night. Uh, we're recording this on thir- on Friday afternoon, rather. He scored a fift- uh, little over 15 points. He's averaging 18 points per game under the season going into the week 15. So uh, a bit of a letdown for Philip Rivers. He had uh, two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. He's also got Russell Wilson, who's averaging only 25 pass attempts per week the last five weeks, but is averaging 20 fantasy points. His efficiency uh, per pass attempt has been phenomenal. Um, you'd think it would be the running, but that's been a little all over the place this season. Um, so the efficiency in that offense has just been incredible. At wide receiver, he's got Juju Smith-Schuster, who is averaging 24 points per week the last five weeks, which is pretty amazing. It's also starting Deshaun Hamilton this week. Uh, he's got a great matchup against Cleveland. Uh, their slot corners are pretty terrible. Um, so Bodie Calhoun is just not good. Uh, he had seven catches last week, replacing Emmanuel Sanders, who was placed on IR. Uh, that makes his total career reception to the NFL 12, and he's starting for a team in the fantasy semifinals. He's also starting Dante Pettis, um, who is another bit of an unknown, but the last three weeks he's averaging 20 points a week. So um, going to ride that train into the semifinals. In the running back position, he's got Christian McCaffrey, who is on fire. He is averaging 31 points per week the last five weeks. That is unreal. He's also got Aaron Jones, who's averaging 23 points per week the last five weeks. You can see why uh, Ryan was able to upset the number one seed in Chris last week. At tight end, he's got a cheat code. Uh, right now, he's got Jalen Samuel slotted in there uh, with the assumption that James Conner will not play. Uh, he did get in uh, a practice on Friday, so there's a chance that James Conner could come back, which would sap some of the value uh, of Jalen Samuels, who would likely slot into um, you know, a change of pace role. We don't know what kind of workload James Conner would get if he were to play this week against New England. Uh, but with Jalen Samuels having the, the running back tight end designation, uh, it would be a bit of a, uh, a nice get to put in the tight end position. But if he doesn't, uh, and... He opts to go with a more traditional tight end. He's got Ian Thomas, who sort of re-debuted with Greg Olson being on the IR for the Carolina Panthers and scored 16.7 points last week um, in what should be a shootout with the Saints. But keep in mind, uh, the Saints are one of the best teams in football at defending tight ends. Uh, in their previous matchup, NU's Finest defeated Scott Bean Machines in Week 5, 150-124. to and in their uh, playoff history, NU's Finest won their only two previous matchups. Uh, took a poll of the league, and it looks like the league thinks Scott Bean Machines is going to win this one with 80% of the vote. So we'll see how that one fares. Personally, I also agree with the league. I'm going with uh, Scott Bean Machines in this one, uh, but it should be a close matchup. Looking at the other matchup in the sem- uh, fantasy semifinals this week, we have number three, Hogan's Heroes, against number five, Executioners. Uh, just a note, I was absolutely correct in my predictions, even though it meant I lost. So 
congrats on uh, to Executioners for knocking me out of the playoffs. So looking at the two teams, we have uh, Hogan's Heroes, which is Evan's team. In the quarterback position, he's got Drew Brees. My note on Drew Brees, Drew Brees is averaging 28 points per week at home and only 17 points per game on the road. Brees is at Carolina this week. Kind of a similar story for Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is averaging 17 points per game at home and only 14 on the road. Uh, but he should be in a, what could be a shootout this week with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and that's in, in Indianapolis this week. At wide receiver, he's got Devontae Adams, who is the number one wide receiver in fantasy so far this season, averaging nearly 22 points per game on the entire season. He's also got Julian Edelman, who's averaged 17 points per game on the season and has had only, only had one game of less than 12 points all season. Just an amazing floor. He's also got Adam Humphreys in his wide receiver three slot, who's averaging 16 points per week the last six weeks. He goes up against Baltimore in what could be a really tough matchup. At the running back position, he's got Todd Gurley, who is the number one player in fantasy coming into week 15. He's averaging an amazing 26 points per week on the season. Nick Chubb is averaging almost 20 points per game since becoming the starter in Cleveland. Eric Ebron is the number four tight end in fantasy this season and has 13 touchdowns on the year, which is the most by any tight end. He's also got the New Orleans DST, who has double-digit fantasy points in seven of their last eight matchups. As for his opponent, the Executioners, at the quarterback position, rather, uh, Jared Goff has been averaging 27 points per week at home this season. Just an unreal number. Uh... His other quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is the number four quarterback in fantasy and is averaging 24 points per game at home this season. Uh, Both quarterbacks have home matchups. At wide receiver, he's got Brandon Cooks, who is averaging 20 points per game at home this season. So when Goff does well at home, Cooks does well. He's also got Stephon Diggs, who has not been himself uh, since he's been battling a knee injury the last couple weeks. And he's got Xavier... um, Sorry, rather, he's not going to have to go up against Xavier Howard in Miami this week. Uh, so that help, should help his chances of uh, having a better matchup. And he's got Amari Cooper, who is averaging 23 points per game as a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, he had just under 50 points last week, which was just crazy, unreal, phenomenal. Over 200 receiving yards, three touchdowns. So Amari Cooper has been going off lately. Uh at running back, the last three games, Leonard Fournette has received 20 or more touches. Uh, he's averaging 25 points per game. He plays a Redskins team that is in full downward spiral mode this week, so uh, good chance of seeing Leonard Fournette go off. And Philip Lindsay is averaging 22 points per game the last four weeks. Uh, undrafted free agent rookie has just been having just an amazing year, kind of out of nowhere. Um, really good, talented player. As for his tight end, Travis Kelsey played last night, only got 13 points, and he had been averaging uh, 20 points per game coming into this week, so a bit of a letdown for Pete. Uh, in their only previous playoff matchup, Evan won in the semifinals of 2009 on his way to his only championship, which was, can't believe, 10 years ago. Um, in their previous matchup so far this season, uh, Pete beat Evan in Week 8, 175-119. to when we polled the league, uh, this one was a little closer. Uh, executioners, Pete won the poll with uh, 60% of the vote compared to 40% for Evan. Uh, I got to go with Pete this week. Uh, 
He beat me, so I'd like to see him win, and he's never rece- received a, wing, uh, a ring so far. Uh, he's been in the, in the league since 2006. He's been in the semifinals a bunch of times, in the finals a bunch of times. Still hasn't won the ship, so I'd like to see Pete win it this year. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna pick uh, Executioners to win the Week 15 matchup, making it uh, Ryan as the Scott Bean Machines versus Executioners Pete in the finals. Uh, either way, to all those that are still in it, best of luck. Now for those members of the league that aren't still in the fantasy playoffs, I do have some hashtag content for you this week. So I decided to take a look back at the draft and take a look at how everyone drafted versus how they ended up in the season. Uh, I wasn't able to collect the stats before the fantasy playoffs started, so these numbers do go through week 14. So what I really really wanted to take a look at was where you drafted that position versus what their ranking was. So if you drafted someone as the first wide receiver off the board, were they the first wide receiver in total points at the end of the season? So I took a look at where everyone was drafted and where everyone ended up and looked at that variance. So if you drafted someone as the the first quarterback off the board and they ended up being, say, QB 14, that'd be a minus 13. I took a look at all of those numbers, uh, tallied them up, averaged them up uh, for some of those players that were drafted that never played. Uh, I took those out of the equation, so there would be some numbers that look a little off, like uh, Le'Veon Bell was obviously a huge impact, but he wasn't factored in because you can't factor in, uh, you know, a did not play into into these statistics. So uh, take a look at uh, each team by team from worst to best to go over who drafted well, who drafted poorly, uh, and where did they go wrong? So we're going to take a look. The team that drafted the worst, uh, and I think a lot of people could have seen this coming, was Ball Sun Snow Lives, Hassani. Um, he had a, a negative 18 average uh, on his on his draft picks. He did have some good picks. Robert White was the uh, 25th wide receiver taken off the board. He ended up being uh, wide receiver 13 on the year. Also, a uh, good pick in James White, who was drafted as the 21st running back off the board and ended up being RB8 on the season. As for the bad picks, uh, some of these are self-inflicted and some are just injuries. So Jay Ajayi uh, was a 14th off the board, 14th running back. Uh, he ended up being the 70, number 73. Chris Hogan was the 14th wide receiver off the board. Uh, he was wide receiver 78 on the season. And Brandon Marshall, uh, wide receiver 36, so for, uh, drafted to be a you know a, a wide receiver three. Uh, he was wide receiver 127 on the season. Yikes. Um, moving up from there, we have uh, Just Win Baby Andy. He had an uh, average negative 16.47. Uh, he had two players that weren't factored in, in Des Bryant and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, his best pick was Taylor Gabriel, who ended, he ended up trading. Uh, he was drafted as the 57th wide receiver off the board and is ranked uh, the 41st wide receiver right now. His bad picks, uh, the worst was Rashard Matthews. He was uh, wide receiver 48 off the board, <clears throat> and he is wide receiver 169. 
Rex Burkhead was RB26 off the board, and he's RB87 due to injury. He actually went through the whole IR process and is back now. And Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, just a, a bad hit, just unlucky. He was the eighth quarterback off the board, and obviously he's in sort of the the 30 range because he's uh, only played a few games. Next up, one of our semifinalists, Scott Bean Machines, Ryan. Uh, he had a negative 15.76 rating. Uh, his good picks, Aaron Jones was the 41st running back off the board because of a, a couple of games suspension to start the year. He ended up being overall RB16, and that's not per game. That is total points. Aaron Jones has been a star. Uh, also, Phillip Rivers was the 15th quarterback taken off the board, and he is QB7 on the season. Bad picks, Doug Baldwin. Uh, he was wide receiver 13, so he was drafted as Ryan's uh, first you know, wide receiver one. He has been wide receiver 69 in the season due to injuries and really, frankly, being outplayed by Tyler Lockett. Uh, he also picked up Jamison Crowder, wide receiver 32 off the board. He's been wide receiver 95 due to injury. Devontae Parker, same story, wide receiver 58, wide receiver uh, 102 on the year. And Royce Freeman, a uh, bit, bit of a bust and also had some injuries there. Uh, drafted his wide, um, running back 27 and his running back 52 on the year. Moving on, our number nine team just outside the playoff picture, uh, Ayatollah. Nick had a negative 12.7 rating. His good picks, Mohamed Sanu. Uh, he was the 65th, so a late-round guy, uh, wide receiver off the board. He's been wide receiver 38, so just, just outside a top three receiver, or a wide receiver three, rather. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, the 28th quarterback taken off the board, currently sits at QB 13. Uh, and Emmanuel Sanders, who is now on IR, but... Um, even though he is, didn't didn't play last week and won't play again, uh, he was taken as the 24th receiver off the board, and he has been a wide receiver 15. So good season for Emmanuel Sanders. Bad picks, Devontae Freeman just due to injury. Uh, Cam Meredith never really made it on the field. Marquise Goodwin has been uh, injured most of the year. And LaShawn McCoy, who is just Buffalo's bad. So uh, and he has been dinged up a little bit as well. He was drafted as RB18, so drafted to be his... RB2, um, and he is just outside the top 35. Um, so t- both top running backs have been busts, so that's a uh, bit of a tough hit for Nick. Next up, number one, Ayatollah. I'm oh, sorry, not Ayatollah, the Oracle. Uh, Chris's draft rating is a negative 9.6. Good picks, obviously, his quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, 21st quarterback taken off the board. He is QB1. Just a phenomenal pick for Chris. Andrew Luck, taken as the 13th quarterback off the board with uncertainty of how he's going to come back off the shoulder injury. He is QB3, uh, who he ended up trading trading away. Uh, bad picks, Alex Collins, drafted as RB16. Uh, he ended up being RB37 on the year. Randall Cobb was drafted as wide receiver 40. He was wide receiver 80. And CJ Anderson never really saw the field, um, drafted as a, as a late-round flyer. Going up from there, his brother, uh, Goon Squad, Travis, with a negative 6.19 rating. Uh, Jarek McKinnon was not factored in because he was injured during the preseason. Uh, good picks, obviously that led to Matt Breida, so good job handcuffing your your running backs. Uh, he was drafted as a 48th running back off the board. He is currently sitting at RB22. 
Ben Roethlisberger was taken as the 17th quarterback, and he is currently QB4. Frank Gore, late-round flyer, is RB57, has been RB41, so had a, had a good run for uh, the Ageless Wonder. And Isaiah Crowell, taken as RB37, the unsexy one, has been RB25 on the year uh, due to some, a few big games. Going up from there, another semifinalist, NU's finest Mike, with a negative 4.7 rating. Some good picks. Nick Chubb was his last position player taken. Uh, he ended up dropping him, so it didn't, didn't really work out for him, but it was a would have been a good draft pick. Taking the 58th running back off the board, he is RB17. Adam Thielen was taken as wide receiver 15 off the board. He currently sits at wide receiver 3, so great pick. And Kenyon Drake um, drafted as RB20. He is RB14, so a, a few spots higher than projected, so nice Nice job there. Some bad picks here, though. Michael Gallup, uh, taken as the wide receiver 61, sort of the the new hotness as far as rookie wide receivers go. Didn't really pan out. He's wide receiver 83. Chris Thompson has just had an injury plague season, um, so he was drafted as RB 38. Uh, there was some un- he was taken pretty late with some uncertainty about how his broken leg would recover. Uh, never really did. He ended up being RB 57. And Josh Gordon, uh, taken early in the draft, wide receiver 23. He has uh, been wide receiver 35. Uh, so that tells you how good wide receivers have been this year, that Josh Gordon is your wide receiver 35 on the year. Going up from there, another uh, another of our semifinalists, Executioners, Peter. Uh, really has been more of a post-draft acquisition superstar here in the league this year. Uh but uh, an up-and-down draft at negative 3.41 on the rating scale. Good picks. Peyton Barber uh, be, ended up being better than advertised as far as draft picks go. Draft is a 42nd running back off the board. He's been RB32 on the year. And Jared Goff uh, drafted as a 14th QB off the board. Uh, you know, Pete waited on his on his quarterback and got, got him as the QB8. Some bad picks. Uh, he's been able to ride it out, so it hasn't hasn't hurt him too badly. But, but Leonard Fournette uh, drafted as RB9, but uh, he is RB43 on the entire season. He's been great when he's been in there, but he hasn't been in there that often. Marcus Mariota uh, taken as a QB9 and has been QB26 on the year. Was able to get uh, trade him away. And Jordy Nelson uh, had a good early season run, but has disappeared since. He was taken as wide receiver 39, and he's been wide receiver 55 on the year. Going up from there, uh, a playoff team, but lost in the first round, much like me. Balstradamus is a negative 3.19. A.J. McCarron was not factored in because he didn't, didn't really see the field. Some good picks, though. Tariq Cohen, taken as RB33. He's RB10. It's a kind of an unbelievable number, but uh, Tariq Cohen's had a good year. Calvin Ridley. Uh, has tapered off, but had a really good early season run with some big numbers. He was taken as a 46th wide receiver off the board. He currently sits at wide receiver 22. Uh, Tyreek Hill, taken as the 10th wide receiver off the board. He is currently the number one wide receiver heading into week 15. And Juju Smith-Schuster, taken as the 20th wide receiver off the board. He currently sits at wide receiver 7. So some great picks by, by Bowles this year. Uh, more on the misses side. Demarius Thomas was taken as the 30th wide receiver off the board. Currently sits at wide receiver 53. And Kelvin Benjamin, which is a complete dud this year, taken as the 43rd wide receiver off the board. 
Uh, currently sits just over the 100 mark at wide receiver 91. Next up, my team, Trollback Thursday, negative 3.18 rating. Good picks, Kenny Galladay, picked as the 62nd wide receiver off the board, sits at wide receiver 21. Uh, Latavius Murray sits at, uh, was drafted as the 56th running back off the board. He currently sits at running back 34. DJ Moore was drafted as the 54th wide receiver, uh, sits at wide receiver 34. And Baker Mayfield was drafted as the 32nd quarterback off the board and sits at uh, QB 18. Second best draft belongs to Craig and T-Bows before Hoes, negative uh, 0.9 rating. Le'Veon Bell wasn't factored in here. Uh, if, if he were, this would be a, a much worse draft because your first-round pick really busted. Uh, but good picks, Tyler Lockett, uh, drafted as the 64th wide receiver off the board and sits at wide receiver 19. Chris Godwin, uh, about 20 spots better than ever, than drafted. And Adrian Peterson, drafted as the 36th running back off the board and sits at uh, running back 18. Bad picks, A.J. Green did not work out. Uh, wide receiver 7 off the board. Uh, end of the year at wide receiver 28 on IR. And Larry Fitzgerald uh, really struggled with the rest of the Cardinals this year. Drafted as wide receiver 17th uh, and sits at wide receiver 32 on the year. The only team with a positive rating in their entire draft is uh, the last of our semifinalists, Hogan's Heroes. Evan got a, a positive 1.4 rating on his draft. Good picks ended up being John Brown, about 30, point, uh, 30 spots better than advertised. Wide receiver 63 to 36. Sterling Shepard, uh, wide receiver 54 off the board. Currently sits at wide receiver 29. Eric Ebron was drafted as the, the 15th tight end off the board and sits at wide receiver 4. Nice job there. Devontae Adams uh, was drafted as the 8th wide receiver off the board. Currently sits at number 1. Drew, I'm sorry, uh, sits at wide receiver 2. Uh, Drew Brees was drafted as the sixth quarterback and sits at QB2. And Todd Gurley is just a great pick. First pick off the board and has been the number one player in fantasy. A couple of misses. Carlos Hyde, after being traded to Jacksonville, uh, really dropped off. Uh, Evan Engram really struggled this year, but thankfully for Evan, he got, uh, also drafted Eric Ebron. And Michael Crabtree uh, just never really took off in, in the Ravens' up-and-down passing offense. Um, ended up not being a good pick, but he ended up trading him away anyway. So uh, that's look at the draft. So best draft to worst draft. Uh, Evan, Craig, me, Bals, Pete, Mike, Travis, Chris, Nick, Ryan, Andy, and then Hassani. So hope you enjoyed that draft recap. Uh, I'll post some of that on the message board, and if anybody wants wants to see my numbers feel free to reach out that'll do it for week 15 here on the league podcast I want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, make sure to follow us on twitter at the league ff uh, i'm your host trollback thursday for those of you still in the fantasies fantasy playoffs best of luck to you for the rest of you best of luck next year so that's kind of fucking horrendous